Today is a day to improve your relationships. We've got two great coaches and two quizzes in the spotlight. Hi, it's Casey, and we are going to shine some authenticity onto the workforce today with Henna Inam. I talk a lot about some of the soft skills, like emotional intelligence, like empathy, um, authenticity, that I feel are really important for leaders in corporations today. Henna has written a book called Wired for Authenticity, and we'll discuss with her the ancient wisdom of opening our hearts and listening to our enemies. That may help you deal with some of the relatives who didn't vote the way you did. And you can take a free authenticity assessment on Henna's website to see how close you are to living your authenticity. Thanks for tuning in today for Shine on the Health and Happiness Show. And are you looking for love? Coach Paula Grooms also has a free quiz on her website, but this can help you see if your guy will ever commit. And if the answer is no, she can get you back in the game. Most people don't have trouble getting dates. Certainly women don't. And I coach, I would say uh, 90% of my clients are women. All right. What's their number one complaint? Uh, Men. (laughs) (laughs) I walked right into that. Thank you so much. (laughs) Walked right into that. All right. What's their beef with men? I'll tell you then about what I call my mechanics of marriage. Yeah. If you think about a relationship like a car, okay, and as a typical male, and again, everything I say is in gross generalization of of males and females. So a typical male will like to go out to the garage, get under the car, you know, a real car, and figure out how it works. He'll spend the whole day greasy and underneath that vehicle looking at how the carburetor connects to the whatever, and I don't even know about it. But, you know, they, they want to figure it out, take it apart and figure it out. Right. Now, if that car was your relationship and you had to do that and go out and get under there for eight hours with him while he enjoyed looking around it and figuring it all out, you would hate it. You just want to get in the car and drive it. It looks good and shiny, and it's nice and easy. You turn the key, and it goes. Right. Well, that's how a man typically feels about his relationship. While you, as the woman, want to get under the hood, get under the car, figure out how we interrelate and how we communicate and what this is about our relationship and what that is about our relationship and blah, blah, blah. He just wants it to work. He wants to get in it, turn the key, and drive it around. Aha. That's it. All right. All right. And that does make sense for me in all my other relationships. I could talk about how relationships work until the cows come home. Anybody's relationship. You know, I'll make up the relationship, people across the restaurant. Right. You know, I'll do that. But with my own, I think it's just because I have such a busy lifestyle. (laughs) That baby's got to hum. You know, it's got to work. And I'm going to know where where the scissors are, so don't put them back in the other drawer. Everything has its Ah. place. Yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. like that at home. Things have to really run smoothly. And he's the one that will take the time to really unravel things and calm me down. All right, so you're talking about here, you know, the nuts and bolts of marriage. The woman will usually tinker with the engine of the relationship. And the the man just wants to put the key in and drive. Right, so she has to be careful because just like when he comes back from the day under the car in the garage and tells you all about the minutiae of it and you tune out. Yeah. He's going to do that about the relationship talk. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. He doesn't want to. To 
the degree, I always say this, to the degree that a relationship hums along is usually that the woman in the relationship has the ability to understand the male mind and attend to what it is that he needs. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. So women have their work cut out for them, for sure. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Now, mm-hmm. you you have a phrase I've seen associated with your work called consumer versus buyer relationship. What does that mean? <laughs> it means that my I have a theory, and on my website is a test for any woman in any uh, relationship other than marriage, because for a man, the ultimate commitment is marriage because he makes that formally, right, and says to the world, I'm married. Because of the different ways women commit than men, uh, women have a hard time understanding men in relationships. Uh, Because women generally commit through love. And that is, they spend enough time with a guy, they like him, they have a physical relationship, bam, they're committed. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. As a a woman, it makes total sense. As a man, it makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, women view commitment, and this is my number one component of of, uh, males and commitment. Women view commitment as a natural outgrowth of love. Men view commitment as a responsibility. Oh. And if women understand that... Uh, they can. And I, I, I say it this way. A lot of women understand um, if you're going to uh, adopt a pet, you have to be ready financially. Your home has to be ready for it. You have to get all the things, you know, that you have to, to have for the pet. Right. And you have to commit to the responsibility of having it. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's how a man views commitment. So he can love a woman to death, but that does not mean he's ready for commitment. So the consumer versus buyer is this. Men live in two states of being. Those two states are either, number one, not being ready to commit to anyone, no matter how much he loves her, because of things in his life like he's not financially, educationally, or professionally where he wants to be on on his level of achievement scale. He's not had all the single life experiences he wants to have. Mm. And the second state, that being a buyer, is that all those things are in place to the degree that he feels comfortable. He then finds a woman that he falls in love and he will commit. We're talking to Coach Paula Grooms. She can help you with your relationship issues. Here's a question. How do we spot the, the man or woman, for that matter, who's never going to commit? Well, that's, that's an interesting thing. There are certain folks who, due to other factors that are deeper than what we're talking about, right? Because mm. when I'm talking about, um, in a gross generality, I'm talking about people who are, you know, pretty up on the, the self-actualization scale, and they have insight, and they're not, you know, they don't have a mental health issue, what have you, right? Mm-hmm. 
and they have had enough nurturing in their life as children that they can be in a real relationship. Um, there are some people that may never. Certainly, if a woman takes my consumer versus buyer test, she can see, and the test is on my website. It's a gratis test. Um, you get the results right away. You can figure out where your man is on the scale of being ready, willing, and able to commit, whether he's a consumer or a buyer. That is at coachpaulagrooms.com. Well, we will definitely go there, but before I let you go, we need just some more advice. Give us, there's people listening now, men and women, who Mm -hmm. want to go out and find that person. How they can is, you know, really having a a deeper intention for themselves, and that sounds a little new agey, but really saying, you know, I what do I have? Look at let's look at myself. What do I have to offer? Right? And and really filling themselves on a daily basis with the the self talk of those positive things that they have to offer because that they go out and that kind of exudes from them, which is very helpful. Certainly online is a major uh, way people are meeting now. And that's a that's a whole other conversation um, right. we can have, you know, because that's uh, navigating that certainly is a difficulty at times or challenge. And then I always say to certainly to women, go out on your own. Many women feel um, they they want to be in a in a group or with another woman, but that keeps men from approaching them. If a woman goes out on her own, a man will feel much more comfortable approaching her. Ah, very interesting. Coach Paula Groom's the guest, and we're talking about, you know, love and relationships and you finding yours. Um, You know what I found, too, and I think you've said it, but for me it was I had to be very happy with my own life first before I could really be happy in a relationship. Right, right. I mean, there's such a big, you know, component of that. I think, unfortunately for most women, because women generally are hardwired to connect, operate, and caretake. Right. So they feel the most fulfilled, and they just did a study on this that I'm writing about now. They are the happiest, no matter their professional career or achievements. They feel happiest when in a relationship. Mm, true. So the moment I got my life just the way I wanted it, and I worked hard, and the moment I got the apartment just the way I wanted it, and my <laughs> social life just the way I wanted it, in walks this blind date and ruins everything. Ah. <laughs> It's so funny. The moment I was like, hey, I like my life. I like going out on dates. I'm having a good time. Bam. That was that. That's right. Isn't that great? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, Wonderful. Coach Paula Grimm's the guest. And if you would like some relationship coaching, we can find you at your website, which is? CoachPaulaGrooms.com. And I just want to touch on it for one minute because, you know, I have friends and relatives who met online and got married. And, Mm -hmm. And I have friends who have dated online and they got the real stinker with the wife in the other county. Mm-hmm. So you do, yes. have to, you do have to beware. Yes, I think, you know, no matter whether you meet online, in person, what have you, you really do have to do your due diligence. And, and I say, go through a year of firsts yes. with someone. A year of firsts. Right. First birthday, first Christmas, first Hanukkah, first uh, whatever it is, you know, doesn't matter. But th- that year of firsts really is telling. And for everyone, I say, 
when thinking about dating or relationships, think marathon, not sprint. Got that, athletes? A marathon, not a sprint. Find more at CoachPaulaGrooms.com. Take the quiz to see if you're with a consumer or a buyer. Thank you, Paula. This is Shannon, the Health and Happiness Show. Find more at CaseyRadio.com and tune in to Shannon on your public access station in Westchester, Putnam, and Orange. You can also find more at CaseyRadio.com and join a circle of women on Facebook. Hannah Inam is part of that group. She's the author of Wired for Authenticity. I read her work on LinkedIn, where she had written a piece about how to communicate with people you don't agree with, and it really touched me, especially because my brother was the one who posted Hannah's piece, and I never thought of him as much of a communicator. Hannah's mission is to help bring positive change to the world by empowering business leaders and bringing compassion to the office. Before she created her empathetic business, she was part of big business. So I have an MBA and then spent 20 years in corporate America working with Procter & Gamble and Novartis. Worked with a lot of really awesome leaders and some not so awesome leaders and got to see the contrast in terms of um, my own sense of fulfillment, my own work productivity, my own sense of well-being in the workplace and the culture that great leaders create uh, and one that, you know, not so great leaders create. You know, leadership has an enormous impact inside of organizations. And so I just became really passionate about the topic of leadership. Um, I coached and developed a lot of my people when I was, you know, growing up in corporate America and then decided that I had a little bit of an early midlife crisis and decided that I really wanted to devote uh, my life's work in this place of really helping leaders become human, connect with each other with greater authenticity and empathy and, uh, and grow other leaders. You have lived the dream of so many women, and probably men too, but there are so many women who are in jobs they hate, and there's a little voice that says, hey, you can do something else. And then the mm-hmm. terror and the horror comes in, like, how could I possibly do that. How did you do it? How did you go from corporate America to empathy coach for business? With a lot of deep breaths is probably the short answer. So I, I'm the author of a book called Wired for Authenticity. In the book, I talk about seven practices of authenticity. It's a daily practice. It's a moment-by-moment practice. And one of the practices of authenticity that I talk about is called Face the Dragon, and it's about facing your fears. And it gets to the root of the question that you were asking, Casey, which is our fears prevent us from all of the things that we really want to do and become. And in some ways, part of our growth as human beings is unleashed when we can learn how to live with our fears and still do what we really are inspired to do. I think for me, the pivot point was, I guess in my early 40s, I really hit a wall in terms of um, my motivation. I'd always been really self-motivated. And, and, you know, there's something in your gut, and I'm a big believer in really paying attention to the gut that says, okay, it's time for a change. And so after considering my conscience, I considered my, you know, talked to my financial planner and said, you know, can I do this? And I gave, initially gave myself two years. It's five years later, and I am I would say that I'm completely unemployable at this point and absolutely <laughs> love, love what I'm doing. And, um, you know, I, I really do think it's a blessing. I agree with you. I think there are way too many of us that um, hold ourselves back or let our fears hold us back. And 
I consider myself incredibly blessed. Hannah Inam is our guest. Her book is Wired for Authenticity. She is living proof of that statement, Wired for Authenticity, now that you're living your most authentic life. I have to tell you how I came to find you. It was on LinkedIn, and my brother, John, who lives in your neck of the woods in Georgia, he posted something that you said that rattled me, just struck me to my core for two reasons. One, it was brilliant, and two, it was something unlike my brother has ever said in his life. <laughs> so, I don't know how he found it. What is it? What, now, tell, tell me what I said that was brilliant, because I would want to probably repeat it. <laughs> you said something to the fact that in times of strife, we need most to speak to our enemies for progress. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, there's this wonderful quote from Desmond Tutu. Yes. He says, if you want peace, you don't talk to your friends, you talk to your enemies. That quote really, really struck me as well. Post-election and, and kind of coming up to the election process, there's been so many families and friends that have been divided. And I thought, you know, I have this friend who mysteriously is always posting about Donald Trump in, in a really positive way. And I, in the past, I just sort of ignored her post on Facebook and thought she'd just gone mad. And then I thought, you know, I was struck by this quote and I thought I'd pick up the phone and talk to her because I feel like we don't really talk to one another in a way that is empathetic. We perhaps listen to one another kind of intellectually, but not open-heartedly. And so I thought before I write something about it, I need to practice it. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful conversation. And it was, I learned a lot. You learned a lot with an open heart because you're, you've taken your empathy skills to your friend who doesn't have the same political beliefs as you. So what did you learn from this conversation? Well, I learned that um, it is hard. That's the first thing I learned, um, because you keep wanting to prove, as you know, as, as people with egos, we keep wanting to prove that uh, we're right and somebody else is wrong. And you really have to set that aside. From the beginning, the first step of the process was I had to basically say, I'm going to give up on being trying to be right or trying to convince the other person of my point of view, and I'm going to just be curious instead of being right, which, by the way, is actually another one of the practices of authenticity that I talk about in the book. It's about staying curious so that we stay more agile as times change. I think that that's what we all need to practice a whole lot of mm. if we're going to build bridges with one another and make progress. Right. And as you're talking and, and talking about just setting aside ego, listening with compassion and empathy, it made me think that that's the great Christian teaching. You know, and it's also mm, the great mm. Buddhist teaching to just mm -hmm. listen with compassion. Henna Inam is our guest. Her book is Wired for Authenticity. So let's talk to everybody who's tuned in right now and let's picture them at work. What can you feed them today that will help them get closer to their authentic uh, career or their authentic life if they're not there already? So um, the first thing I would suggest is there are lots of tools that I have available on my website that are free tools. The first is an authenticity assessment. Um, so if you go to my website, it's transformleaders.tv. My company's name is Transformational Leadership. Uh, if you go on there, there is a authenticity assessment that you can take that will give you a report and it will tell you um, it's a quick five, ten-minute assessment will tell you, you know, where you are currently on those seven practices of authenticity, and then it will give you some tips 
to say, here's some things that you can do to improve, to practice more of. Because a lot of the neuroscience data would suggest that basically who we become in terms of our identities and, and, and also how we show up as leaders is based on, off of habits that we create. And so the whole idea is to create positive habits and you create positive habits by practicing. And so uh, that's why I say authenticity is a practice that you choose moment by moment. Right. A guest we had on recently said um, it takes 45 days. If you want to build a new neural pathway, take 45 days and practice for like a couple of minutes three times a day. Awesome. 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 So next. That's exactly right. And next tool. So the next tool is actually there's a 52-week, one quick tool a week that you can go through. And I would recommend sign up, again, from my website. And you'll get one quick tool a week that will essentially take you through the practice of those seven practices over 52 weeks. You can do this uh, with a friend, which is what I would recommend, or if you belong to a book club or some kind of a small like accountability group or even a lean-in circle, that you can you know, find somebody to do this with because the 52 weeks, you get one quick tool a week, one tip, you get to practice it because obviously, you know, you don't get authentic by reading a book. You get authentic or you practice authenticity by actually practicing it. So that's the idea is to actually provide some tools. Um, one of the other things that I am planning on doing, it's not out yet, is to create a whole series of um, quick audio podcasts that you can use in the moment. What keeps us from being authentic is our fears, our desire to be liked, or when we get thrown into challenging situations. So one of the things I want to create for people is quick five-minute tools that they can listen to in the moment when they are working through a difficult situation or being challenged uh, by fear that they can listen to this and keep at their fingertips, uh, almost like a meditation. It's like almost like a guided meditation or a series of questions where you can, you can sort of use that to get yourself centered back in the moment and get back into your authentic self. Brilliant. It's like an emotional first aid kit. I love that. I think I might use that. You have my permission to take that and trademark it and have a ball. Awesome. Thank you. Hannah Inam, it is just so fun to talk to you. I am so delighted that I found you on my brother's LinkedIn page of all places. And I'm also so delighted I saw you just join my women's circle on Facebook. So thank yes, you. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I was, I was, you know, poking around and I thought, wow, she's doing some, you're doing some awesome work. And I saw something that you did. Uh, you talked about your New Year's resolutions on your Facebook um, women's circle. Yeah. So I'll, I'll share something with you um, via email that I just did on, on New Year's resolutions. It's about how do you hold yourself accountable by practicing, asking yourself, for me, it's a group of 10 questions that I ask myself every day, again, to hold myself accountable to the practice. See, now I've been so busy, I didn't have time to ask myself 10 questions a day, which is why my New Year's resolution is to slow down and only choose the best things and not run awesome. off after every shiny thing I see because I have a tendency to do that. You are fabulous. So glad I found you. And where can people go for more information? So they can certainly go to my website. It's www.transformleaders.tv. They can find me on LinkedIn under my name, Hannah Anam. And I would love to, um, you know, work with your listeners, provide them tips, reach out to me, connect with me. My work and my mission is to really help organizations create more authentic transformational leaders so that we can make this a, a better world for everybody. 
Hannah Inam, and your thought for the day, Desmond Tutu's words, of course, if you want peace, don't talk to your friends, talk to your enemies. See you next week. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show with Casey, an Ella's Leash production. The content of Shine On, the health and happiness show is intended for general information purposes only. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at caseyradio.com. Join Casey for another edition of Shine On, the health and happiness show next Sunday morning from 100.7 WHUD. 